0: The hard shoulder on
1: Newstalk
0: with Nissan subscribe and drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Yes, Francophiles rejoice because Shane Hannan has a very special edition of Fact or Fable this week. Shane is with me this time every week, every Tuesday, uh, to confirm it to rubbish some of the most popular myths and truths out there. And he's looked at the Guinness Diet, how long you can survive on it, whether yawning is contagious, can cows walk downstairs, all the really big topics of the day. And today he is investigating two French-themed questions. Firstly, did Marie Antoinette really say let them eat cake? And secondly, was Napoleon Bonaparte really short? I love these. I love these historical focus uh, uh, editions of uh, Factor Fable. Uh, Shane, we'll start with the first. What better place to start? Uh, Did Marie Antoinette really say let
0: them eat cake? When is she supposed to have said it? Yeah like I I really wanted to do this one uh, today here I think French people get a bad get a bad name we all say they're aggressive and loud drivers and we all never will forget I guess Thierry Henry's handball so I just wanted to kind of attempt to clarify some of these <laughs> for them today at least but uh, yeah Marie Antoinette's uh, famous line uh, infamous line I guess let them eat cake uh, apparently, the uh, the French Queen Marie Antoinette was informed about the uh, starvation of her citizens. This is just before the French Revolution. And she's noted to have said this, let them eat cake. Uh, the myth did the rounds around the time. Probably the most famous quote attributed to her, uh, she and her husband Louis the, the 16th didn't uh, have, a, have a great ending. Uh, both their lives finishing with the guillotine uh, back in that uh, French Revolution. Um, and this quote really, really did not help her case back in the day. The story goes it was the Queen's response upon being told that her starving peasant subjects had no bread, cake is more expensive than bread, of course, so it's been cited as an indication, I guess, of her obliviousness to the conditions and daily lives of, of ordinary people, Kieran. So that was the the origin of the phrase. There's there's always been confusion about
1: it, though, even the phrase itself uh, and what type of cake, how she meant it, isn't there?
0: Big time, big time. And this is the thing that I really uh, was surprised at when I was investigating this, because the original quote in French, she's supposed to have said, qu'il mange de la brioche, That doesn't translate as let them eat cake. It actually translates as, well, let them eat brioche. Brioche is, it's not quite as luxurious as cake, almost as luxurious as cake. It's still a rich bread made with eggs and butter. So it doesn't really change the point of the story. But I guess for clarification, she wouldn't be talking about the exact type of cake that we in the English-speaking world would imagine. But more importantly, Kieran, there is no real historical evidence that that Marie Antoinette ever said qu'il mange de la brioche or anything like it. There's a, a professor, uh, an expert in these subjects, Denise Mayo Baron. She's in uh, Claremont University in California. Her research examines Marie Antoinette quite deeply. And she says, Marie Antoinette never uttered these words or anything else along these lines. Uh, she, you know, says her husband, Louis, is also portrayed modern in modern times as this meek, pathetic character, uh, which is another gross misrepresentation, apparently. So plenty of misrepresentations with the, these pair.
1: So if the, the story is that she never actually said it,
0: where did the quote come from and how was it associated with her? You'd wonder. So it, it actually goes back further. So Marie Antoinette was uh, her lifespan, 1755 to around 1793, life cut short at the age of 37 when she was executed. But some folklore scholars have actually found similar tales and phrases um, f- far earlier. So there was a tale collected in 16th century Germany, for instance, Kieran, where a noblewoman wonders why the hungry, uh, the poor people in her country, don't simply eat croissant, which is a sweet bread. Essentially, loads of these stories crop up in folklore, aristocrats essentially oblivious to their privileges that just become widespread legends. Now, the first time this phrase, qu'il mange de la brioche, Uh, was put into print, may have been uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the famous French philosopher, around 1767. He says, uh, a great princess says this quote, but although Marie Antoinette was a princess at this time, she was only around 11 or 12 years of age, so it's very unlikely that she was the princess Rousseau had in mind. So Rousseau was perhaps the first one to put this into print. She might not have even been the first Marie to say it, this uh, Empress Marie-Thérèse of Austria. Uh, was apparently one who said let them eat pastry but she lived almost 100 years before Marie Antoinette of France so lots of different origins
1: Well then fact or fable Shane is it true? Are we correcting the historical record here? Did she say it? I'm happy to clear the record for per Marie Antoinette and
0: this one that uh, she
1: said let them eat cake is actually a fable All right, okay. Well, let's stick with the French theme then. As I said, we've got one for the Francophiles this week. Marie Antoinette done and Dossette. What about Napoleon and whether the great emperor himself, Napoleon Bonaparte, was he really short? This has to be true or else we'll have to come up with some other version of Napoleonic Complex, won't we?
0: (laughs) We will. Like this Napoleonic Complex, a lot of people have heard of it. Another guy who gets a a bit of a slagging in the history books, it's fair to say, Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, And we know that the Napoleonic Complex, what it means like so uh, instantly recognisable in what we think are photographs, his one hand in his waistcoat, short, aggressive. Uh, this su- supposedly small stature and fiery temper inspired that term, the Napoleon complex, this popular belief that uh, short men, I guess, tend to compensate for their for their lack of fight through a beha- their behaviour, their aggression, and his nickname, le petit corporal, which was the little corporal, would appear to to I guess hint at this this size, but you might also say that soldiers uh, used to mark used it to mark his relatively low rank. That name stuck, so he was called a petit corporal for his entire career. Some say it was a term of affection, but either way, Napoleonic complex has stuck as a term right through to the modern day. Here, do you have yet.
1: any firm evidence then telling us what height he was? Well, this is the thing. So this was where
0: I uh, had to kind of reread my my notes a couple of times because. According to pre-metric system French measures, Napoleon Bonaparte was 5 foot2, which you would say in modern terms is quite uh, short. But the French inch or pouce of, of the time was actually 2.7 centimeters, while the Imperial inch was shorter, that was 2.54 centimeters. So a uh, number of French sources who lived at the time said Napoleon's height was just over 5 uh, pieds de pouce, which would be 5 foot two. But if you apply the French measurements of the time, that equals around 1 meter and 69 centimeters, which is just over 5 foot five. So at five foot five, he was literally just an inch or so below the period's average adult male height. Some sources even say he was five foot seven, which would have been taller than the average 18th-century Frenchman. Now he was significantly shorter than his troops. Several sources say his elite guards were taller than most Frenchmen. So even though he he was, I guess, average or even taller than average height, just because his fellow soldiers around him uh, were taller, they just made him look smaller than, gave him the appearance of being shorter than he really was. So actually, average or even Above the height of the time here. Well,
1: if he was uh, distinctly average, then where did this legend come from? How did it follow him around?
0: Well, we're going to bring we're going to bring propaganda back into this, and um, I think the British are going to have to take a little bit of the uh, the blame for this one because the oh, British cartoonist. Like with so Gilroy, many other
1: things go on. <laughs>
0: yeah, we could blame them for one or two things, but uh, James Gillray. You'll have to look up James Gillray's uh, portraits of Napoleon. After this, he he was a, an artist born in Chelsea in London, lived from 1756 to 1815. But his caricatural depictions of Napoleon were so popular and so influential at the time. He actually Napoleon himself said those uh, drawings did more than all the armies of Europe to bring me down. So, uh, he was basically satirized by this Joseph Gillray, or sorry, James Gillray, and um, for years uh, he was this thundering boastful character in all these cartoons. Uh, he's brandishing swords, he's boasting of all his victories. And then different cartoons, there's one cartoon called Maniac Ravings or Little Boney in a strong fit. That's from 1803. Uh, and it kind of depicts a tiny Napoleon wearing boots that dwarf him, tearing his hair out in rage. Ad- address anyone to, you know, if they're driving home at the moment, look up James Gilray's uh, depictions of Napoleon when you get home. But this name, Little Bony, would stick. And Gilray, from that point on, re- basically continually would depict him as this diminutive, small, raging, boastful, almost like a child throwing a ten- temper tantrum. So it, the, the drawing of him as a small little figure was so popular, he decided, right, I'm going to keep this going. There's even another one as well. Uh, the Plum Pudding in Danger is is the name of one of the drawings. He's drawn as half the size of uh, his British counterpart, William Pitt the Younger, the then British Prime Minister, having to stand up to be able to use his carving knife, which is actually a sword. So uh, these drawings really did uh, Napoleon some damage. Well, I feel like we're really kind of re- correcting the historical record en masse today.
1: Uh, Factor Fable then, was Napoleon really small?
0: Yeah, look, height height does matter, Kieran, unfortunately, for, for a lot of people. Although, having said that, like I'm six foot four myself, and on Tinder, I don't have any uh, more luck than the, than the five foot twos out there. So, Kieran, this is another fable. <laughs>